listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast by Dr. T. Michael W. Halcom, Dr. Frederick J. Long, Dr. Mario Melendez, Dr. Jennifer Noonan, and J. M. Smith. Welcome and enjoy. Hey, welcome back to Proof Text. I'm Dr. Mario, and this is What's in the Name. Our name for today is Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Um, Yeremiahu is uh, technically how you would say it uh, in Hebrew. Well, I kind of like Jeremiah better than Yeremiahu, but that's okay. Um, Jeremiah's name, as we consider our three steps, what is the etymology, what is the poignancy of the name and his story, and then lastly, what is the theological implication for us, Jeremiah gives us some really interesting uh, insights into the time of his life, the season of exile in regards to why they're going into exile and then them coming back out of exile. But then also it's poignant to our lives because, well, we might need Jeremiah, the name meaning, in our lives at some point in time. Uh, And the New Testament authors even grab that for us. So let's consider first the etymology. Jeremiah's name, Yermiahu, is actually uh, Yahweh exalts. Yahweh exalts. Um... And so room is to exalt, uh, uh, so uh, Yah is, is, is Yahweh's shortened format, so it's Yermiyahu, so um, Yahweh exalts. This is a really good, fun thing for us to think through, um, because, well, it's not always God exalting exactly what we want Him to exalt. Let's consider that in regards to His context of the 6th century B.C., We already walked through Isaiah, and that was um, in the 7th century, whenever we were having the Assyrians invading. With Jeremiah, we're in the 6th century, and we have the Babylonians invading. And so the Babylonian Empire is now the big uh, bad guy in the ancient Near East. Again, everybody in the East wants to conquer the West because it's Walmart, and that's what people do when the world goes crazy. And our friends are stuck in the middle, and they get trampled by these superpowers. Babylon is up and coming. Now, the interesting and and problemsome thing is why is Babylon uh, rising? Why is Babylon coming? Well, we actually learn from Jeremiah's name that Yahweh is raising up Babylon. But first, we see in our context of the book that uh, a prophet has to be raised up. And so we see that there in Jeremiah chapter 1, 4 through 5. Now the word Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. And so uh, Jeremiah then continues and he's like, I'm just a youth. I have a problem speaking. And so he kind of um, channels a lot of the excuses of historical figures in the Bible that preceded him. And uh, Yahweh again purifies his tongue and lips just like he purified Isaiah's. And so he raises Jeremiah up to the job of being a prophet. Jeremiah rightly didn't want the job of a prophet because, well, um, it's not an easy life if you go and you look at it. In fact, uh, Jeremiah is one of the prophets that Yahweh tells, hey, don't even get married because your life is going to be so miserable and exile is coming. Uh, just, Just don't do it. And so this is difficult because sometimes, and we're kind of somewhat jumping over to New Testament application, sometimes God raises us up to do jobs that we don't want or we thought not capable of doing. In fact, I would say that uh, we should all consider ourselves not worthy or capable in and of ourselves to do the jobs that we've been raised to do. So first, uh, we see in the story that Jeremiah is raised up by Yahweh. 
Second, we see in the story that the Babylonians are raised up. Uh, really, to see this, you actually have to jump over to a paralleled, um, a contemporary prophet, if we could say, of Jeremiah, and that is the prophet Habakkuk. Habakkuk in chapter 1 has this conversation between him and Yahweh as a prophet of God. And uh, chapter 1, uh, Yahweh tells Habakkuk, hey, behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans. That uh, impetuous, bitter people, that unholy nation, they march to and fro. They take from everybody as they please. They worship their own belly. Um, that context of God raising up the Babylonians is a context that we can superimpose back into Jeremiah. So Yahweh first raises up prophets of God. And secondly, Yahweh is now raising up the Babylonians so that they might come and punish the wicked Judeans. In the book of Jeremiah, you can read about it. You can read about it in the Kings. But even the Kings, like we talked about before with Ahaz, they should be keeping holiness. They should be preserving things. And they just don't. Um, the court is unbalanced. Uh, the law is not kept. And so God says, fine, I'm going to raise up the Babylonians to come in and teach you a lesson. The third thing that God raises up, as we see through the story of um, Jeremiah, as he raises up the exiles to eventually come back to the land of Israel. Uh, this is really uh, difficult to see in Jeremiah. You could go over to Lamentations and see this because he, he begins to question and let us examine and probe our ways. For the Lord will return us. The Lord will raise us up. Um, and yes, I know all of these instances of raise are not always the room word, but rather nasa at times. I know that. But it's fitting in parallel, right? It's the same action of exalting, of raising up, okay? And so Yahweh exalts. He's raising up the holy people to come back to the land. And as a result, we see finally of exaltation in raising in the book of Lamentations chapter 3, where we do get a room verb being brought in, uh, the result of Yahweh raising up the people and bringing them back to the land is let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven. And so what God does at the beginning, he raises up uh, Jeremiah, he raises up the Babylonians, he raises up the exiles and brings them back. And then finally, as a result of them being raised up, the people can't help but at the end of Revelation, uh, at the end of Lamentation, sorry, um, they can't help but raise up their hands and hearts to praise Yahweh. So how does this apply to us? What's the point number three, the theological impact for our lives? Well, this is all over the place in the New Testament. For instance, Matthew 23, it says, And whoever exalts himself shall be put down, but whoever is humble shall be raised up and exalted by the Lord. Uh, this is exactly what we see in, in this instance, right? Uh, the kings who had exalted themselves in the book of Isaiah, uh, sorry, in the book of Jeremiah, in the time period of Jeremiah, they are put down. But the humble man, Jeremiah, is exalted and raised up. Likewise, the exiles, the humble exiles are raised up and they're brought back into the land of Israel. And we'll talk about those as we get to other exilic books later. Last, we also see in Peter. 1 Peter chapter 5, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he might exalt you. 
If Jeremiah is teaching us anything via his name that Yahweh exalts, it's that Yahweh exalts. Um, sadly, I deal with this, and I, I'm willing to bet that you do, as do all believers, that we kind of get this air of um, exalting ourselves because we worship Jesus. There's a reason that many non-believers don't want to become believers. It's because they have met those Christians, those haughty, dare I use the word, those uh, uh, proud Christians. Man, humility is, is mentioned all over the New Testament because we are to humble ourselves and God is the one that does the exalting. So this is our name for the day, Jeremiah, Yahweh exalts. I posit to you this question of the two people mentioned in the book of Jeremiah. Which are you? Are you the one that needs to be put down? Are you the one that is so broken that Yahweh says, Ah, perfect. I'll exalt and use you. This is the name for the day, Jeremiah. I'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glossa House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glossahouse.com today. Glossa House, language resources for the global community.